Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome. Happy New Year on this special New Year's Day version of the SCL Mortgage Show. I'm Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, alongside... Happy New Year, Larry. Uh, same to you, Sandy. It's <laughs> all of a sudden you here made we it. are. <laughs> you made it. We made another year, right? <laughs> so um, I'm looking forward to 2022. We got a lot of cool things going on. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a good year. It's good to be here. Well, it's our first show of 2022 on New Year's Day. And uh, I know you got through Christmas just fine. New Year's Eve. Yes. Last night. Yes, yes, all uh, yes on on both. Christmas was um, was a lot of fun. I, I don't know if I mentioned to you, but um, our kids from California were in town. Grandson was in town. Um, youngest son with his fiance. So we had a house full of people. And uh, let me think. Was it Sunday? Sunday, my wife said, "I'm not cooking today, Larry." So <laughs> if you want to eat, we're going out. So so we did that. And I said, "Hey, honey, I don't I don't blame you. It's been a lot of." Uh, it's been a lot of food, a lot of good food, but it uh, it takes time and energy, and so yeah, it was a it was a great Christmas, and last night was New Year's Eve, and honestly, we are a little calmer than probably days gone by. But how about you? How was yours? Absolutely, uh, yeah, calm and quiet. Went out to a dinner actually on Saturday night, and. Uh, uh, did things try to develop a few new traditions on uh, Christmas, as I know you did this year? You yes. went down for uh, the Tampa Bay Sunday night football game with New Orleans. Not the most exciting game, but you had great seats, and it was a wonderful experience. You got pictures yeah. commemorating the occasion, so it's all good as we head into 2022. Let's talk mortgage rates. You made a comment last week that it is not just about the rate. Why don't you expand on that for a little while, if you could? What do you mean exactly by it is not just about the rate? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked me that because it there's a lot more to it. And I, I have a couple of examples which I could, I could tell you about. But one, um, I hear a company on the radio talking about 1.875% rate. Well, that, that sounds pretty darn good, right? Who wouldn't want that kind of uh, cheap money? But there's more to it than that. And, and another example is um, one of our loan officers came to me this week and said, this, this particular customer I'm working with really wants this program and this rate. Is, is this okay? And I said, well, it's okay as long as you explain it all. So it's not just about the rate. Maybe, you know, the rate sounds really good, but are you paying origination points? Are you paying discount points to get that rate? And does that make sense? How long are you going to stay in the house? Maybe it makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. Is this a, in in this one particular case, it was, um, I want to say the loan was like 65% loan to value and really good credit, income, all the all the ingredients. So this customer could have had just about any program, any rate they wanted, or the best of the best. So, But sometimes those super low rates are on a 15-year loan as opposed to a 30-year loan. Well, maybe you're comfortable with that, maybe you're not, but you have to ask. 
And then sometimes those low interest rates are attached to an FHA loan. Well, do you really want the FHA loan? Now, FHA loans are are really good in some situations where people need them. They want to buy, they want to refi, whatever the case. But, but every single FHA loan has upfront mortgage insurance, and that's a, a percentage. So that could be thousands of dollars. And then every FHA loan has private mortgage insurance attached to it, whether you're at 95% loan to value or 65% loan to value. So that's a monthly fee that you're going to incur, which goes to FHA. So sure, the rate sounds good, but you have to ask all the right questions. And and if you don't know the questions, then I, I can tell you for certain, our loan officers will explain it to you. Then you can decide, okay, yes, I do want that rate. I'm willing to pay this. Or, well, maybe we should look at some other options, and maybe this is better for my family. So it's not just about the rate. It's about the cost of it. It's about the program. It's about the term. A whole bunch of factors come into play. Well, you've got a wide array of loan programs, as we all know, the widest array of loan programs in the region, perhaps in the country. And when you comment just now, that tells me it's, once again, the old story, all about options for every household. And... Uh, you don't do one loan fits all business no. at SEL Mortgage. No, absolutely not, Sandy. And it's it's very cool that we have all these different loan programs. We like to say that we have a loan program for just about every residential financing need, and and I think that's a very accurate statement. But every every loan is different. Every household is different. Every family is different. They're all different. So we have to give options because. Like I say all the time, what's good for one family is not necessarily good for the other family. And if you think about all the decisions and factors that come into play, um, how long are you going to stay in the house? So, so I guess in answer to your question, yes. I, I'm proud of our loan officers, the fact that they are able to sort of dissect each particular loan and that family's questions and goals and needs. So, so we can offer them several <clears throat> excuse me, several options that may that may be applicable applicable to them. I agree, it, and you've said this a lot. Uh, if, if you do the math, then the decisions become uh, more clear-cut. But there are all kinds of factors. You just mentioned uh, one or two. What are your short-term, long-term goals, how long you want to stay in the house? You just talked about that. Uh, two years, four years could be your dream home, could be a forever home. Uh, at some point, the age of the family, the kids, all kinds of things that come into it. So you lay all of it out with numbers yeah. and accompanying options, depending on preference. And you will help people understand the math, right? Oh, if yeah. they have yeah. questions, and most of us aren't math majors. <laughs> Me included. <laughs> right. But you have a formula and we do uh, with each program. Yeah, we absolutely do. And it becomes, you know, our loan officers have a lot, a lot of experience. I mean, combine them all, it's probably hundreds of years. So, right. so that, that's a good thing because I say that no two loans are the same, but every loan does have some commonality or some common factors to it. And you just mentioned a bunch. How long are you going to stay in the house? That is a great question for every single customer. Because if you think you're going to stay in your house two years, are you going to be able to recoup the closing costs and enjoy some savings for a while? 
um, if you're going to stay in it four or five forever, well, then that's a whole different situation and, and different factors come into play. So um, it's to me, I always enjoyed having those conversations with people because it's sort of like a, a puzzle. And you with the questions, then you can understand or give the people more options. Because, like I said, everybody's situation is different. If, you know, I like my house. I want to stay here. I like my neighbors. I like the schools. So, okay, well, maybe we should think about um, taking some cash out and, and putting it back into your house. Or there's just so many, so many possibilities for people. So our goal, I think, is to to give people a lot of or as many options as possible and then they can decide with with our help <clears throat> which is best for their family then then i think we've done our job i hesitate to bring this up on new year's day because it'll make you feel maybe a little older <laughs> uh, than, than you actually are and i know you feel and act like someone who's 10 20 years younger but 34 years in the business this yes. will be year number 34 34th year right 22nd year serving Colorado, seven years now with SCO Mortgage. I know. Wow. <laughs> but you know what? Add all that up. And <laughs> get into the 100s. And you include yourself in that. I, I know do. you don't do a lot of loans personally anymore. You have a staff for that. Right. But you started out, I think it's worth remembering on this New Year's Day, you started out in, what, 2015, January yep, 15, with you and one associate. That was it. That was it. <clears throat> and um, gosh, it seems like a long time ago, but it's gone by so fast. It, that's the way it was. In our previous company, um, Sandy, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but uh, my wife and I started a company back in 2001, and that company grew really fast. And we had you know 125 people and doing business in 28 states. And But that company also started with one person. And then... Within six months, I think it was, I said to my wife, look, if you could come in and help do this or set up the accounting or do that, and then she never left. And it just, it grew really fast. And and this company is, um, this company is very similar to what we did in the past. Um, started it with one person, but now we have, I think uh, we have like 38, 38 people in the company. So... And that'll um, continue to grow. And continue to grow. Yeah. In fact, we have uh, five new loan officers starting in um, in January. So I'm really excited about that. There, there's some good folks, men, men and women, that I'm I'm expecting really, really good things from. So, <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's it's still fun, Sandy. I'm I'm having a great time. And people say to me, in fact, I I had a doctor say to me, he said, "Are you still working?" And I looked at him like. Yeah, <laughs> what else am I going to do? I, I, you know, I have few hobbies, but this is the the most fun thing that I do. So I'm going to continue doing it, and um, for the foreseeable future. And uh, I hope you're right here beside me every week. Well, we look forward to uh, this year coming up and many years to come. Uh, we're both very fortunate. We both, as I listen to you talk, we're both doing uh, something that uh, we're passionate. Right. About right. and uh, uh, that keeps us young. I, uh, I think so. Generally working around younger people. I don't <laughs> think that's a secret. Uh, both of us are generally working around younger people, and uh, that does a lot uh, to keep us young and uh, make us uh, as enthusiastic as we are. When we come back, 
Uh, 303-790-2222, by the way, is the number for SCO Mortgage on this New Year's Day 2022. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And we'll talk about New Year's resolutions. You aren't Bill Belichick, so I can ask you about New Year's resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of an odd question to put to Belichick after a tough loss last week. And he had actually a pretty good answer. He said, well, wait a week, and maybe I can give you something. In other words, (laughs) give me until January 2nd to come up with some New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, But we'll continue with more on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. We continue now on our first show of 2022 the SCL Mortgage Show on this New Year's Day morning. Glad you're up and about. But, of course, uh, Larry, as uh, uh, we have said for years, many ways to uh, consume this program. Oh, gosh, there are, Sandy. I, uh, and I think a lot of people are now listening to the podcast. <clears throat> I talked to people and um, a friend of mine, Chris Blaze, he says, I hear you every Saturday morning going to the gym. Right. So that's his routine. He hears us. And so, Chris, um, good morning. I hope you're on your way to the gym. <laughs> and and uh, thanks for being a, a listener. Um, but if you can't catch this hour, people can always go to the podcast. It's on, um, you know, KKFN that might have that app on my phone. It's on the SCLMortgageShow.com. Uh, the podcasts are there. And the podcasts all, Sandy, have a description on it about what we talk about that particular show that particular week. So if people want to scroll down and find a topic that's of more interest to them, they, they certainly can do that. And, and I've, I've actually talked to people that spend a lot of time in their vehicle, and they say, I don't listen to the radio that much because it's you know song after song after song. So I go right to podcasts and listen to podcasts. So Various ways to uh, to get this information, and, and we appreciate you uh, as being a listener. We thought it would be interesting in this segment today to talk about some resolutions. And, of course, we're in the kind of uh, time frame that makes that appropriate. You brought along some of those popular items, so let's share those with our listeners if we could. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, as I was preparing for the show, I thought... Okay, well, this is the time of year when people have resolutions. So, so I actually looked it up, and I found four or five that are the most common each and every year. And the first one, 19.7% of the people talk about getting into shape. I want to be in better shape. Well, <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I'm one of those. <laughs> in fact, I'm doing it right now, Sandy. I, ha- I have this um, app on my phone that gives you all these different exercises and all these different diet suggestions and meal plans. And I, I really, really like it because I'll tell you, one other time in my life, uh, several years ago, I, I did this, uh, it was called Body for Life. And it was a 90-day program, and I stuck to it religiously. And I'll tell you, I have never felt better in my life. So I thought, well, let's do it again. I, it doesn't have to be a one-and-done thing. So I got this new app, and, and a lot of times if you go to the gym and you get stuck in a, in a routine or the same exercises or movements, then your body gets used to it. But you kind of have to shock your muscles and give them something different, right? I know you're, you're nodding your head, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, But when I, I read this, I thought, okay, let's get into better shape. That's kind of vague. To me, it's like we've talked about in the past. You have to do the little things. 
and you have to do them consistently every single time, and then the bigger things take control or they they happen. But if you say, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds, okay, well, over what period of time and how are you going to get there and what are you going to do to achieve that goal? And maybe 30 pounds is too aggressive if you say, well, I'm going to do that in 60 days. Well, that's a lot of weight, right? So to me, it makes more sense to have your goals achievable, realistic, but but push yourself a little bit, and then you're most likely to accomplish them, and then you get that good feeling of success, and you drop the weight, and, and it's all good. But I don't know, you're nodding your head, so I think you're in agreement with me, right? Yes, I, and I think if uh, you have a program – uh, and or a trainer mm-hmm. uh, to help you along. There, there are times when you would work more on flexibility, you would work more on aerobic stuff, yep. uh, and it's all part of a, a continuing program. But I agree with you. Just saying, well, I want to get into better shape uh, or exercise to get into better shape, uh, that's pretty vague. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling what the next item might be, and you, you already <laughs> are, mentioned the word, I think. <clears throat> The D word. Uh, excuse me. Yes, it's about the diet. Yeah. Right? It's interesting. You can you can find it in a lot of places. The gym memberships go way up in the month of January. <laughs> yeah, and, that, that, and then right. they drop way then off. They drop way off by in December, the month of yeah. February. Yeah. So it's something you just have to stick to. And I found this interesting. Eighteen point three percent of the people said um, diet to lose weight. Right. Well. I think that's good for all of us, right? We, we, most all of us, me included, have a few pounds that I'd like to get rid of. And, uh, but you know what it is? It's a consistent thing. And you don't necessarily want to starve yourself to lose that weight. You want to do it with a plan. With a plan. Just like we have in our business and, and you have on your uh, show every day that you come into the studio with a plan. Right. Here's what we're going to talk about. Not maybe a bit reactionary, depending on what the Nuggets do or the Avalanche do or whatever. But but if you have a plan and you stick to it and make it realistic, again, it's a lot easier to accomplish that. You know, I would like to do at SCL Mortgage, I'd like to do one hundred million dollars a month in volume, but we're not quite there yet. So we have to lay out our goals. We have to be realistic, but then we got to work hard to accomplish them. So. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was surprised it was um, that high. And, you know, the third one I found is that people want to save money. Like 15% of the people, that's their goal. I'm going to save some money. Okay, how are we going to do that? Maybe you want to refinance. Maybe you want to pay off some debt that you don't need. Maybe you want to do any any number of things. And so it's really exciting for us, Sandy, and it's really exciting for our customers because – Interest rates are still super low, really, really good. And people have accumulated so much equity over the past several years that you have this mountain of equity, and maybe you want to take some of it and do things with it. Pay off non-deductible interest debt. Pay off your car loans. Pay off this. Pay off that. Put that. Uh, take some cash and put it back into your house. So, okay, I want to save money. I want to save money too, but let's figure out a way to keep it in your pocket as opposed to somebody else's pocket, right? So, um, yeah, and the other one I found is uh, people want to eat healthier. Sure. Like 12% of the people. That's always a good thing, always a good thing. But you have to be kind of disciplined, just like with our our money, we have to be disciplined. 
You know, I got to tell you a story uh, if we have uh, time. I was thinking about it the other day. Many times during the week, I walk down the hall. We have this really cool little restaurant in our office building. And I get a cup of coffee because, I, frankly, I like his coffee better than the coffee we have in our office. So I go down, and, and, and the owner is a really cool guy, and, and you know, we, we get along really well. But then I thought when I'm walking away, I spent $2. Okay, $2, it's, you know, it's what coffee is these days. But if I do that every day, that's 10 bucks. And then every week, every month, at the end of the year, it's $520. All of a sudden, it's $520. That's real money. You know, I'm, I'm still going to continue doing it because I want to help the small businessman and I like his coffee. But it's about the little things yeah. that we have to pay attention to. Well, uh, I got similar advice uh, uh, the other day, Christmas Day. And, and in fact, from my daughter, uh, I work out at a certain place, which I won't name. Yeah. But it's a popular uh, workout facility. And she said, you know, they have a cafe with really healthy stuff. Huh. After you work out, why don't you yeah. look in there, which I have done from time to time, but maybe make that part of my routine. It's not a huge meal, but after you work out fairly strenuously, yep. you get a salad, something that's healthy, right. that doesn't bloat you, but builds you up and... Your muscles you want to be right fed. right after the workout. Yeah, yeah, your, your muscles want to be fed. Recovery process. And uh, you talked about, uh, I think, and you, you have before, uh, self-care in the sense that uh, you eliminate stress. Uh, maybe you take time to travel more. Maybe uh, you make a fundamental lifestyle change. But that can be accomplished through a lot of the programs that, Uh, you put forward and give people the chance, for example, on your bank statement loans, to eliminate a lot of the stress that's involved with trying to convince uh, people that, you know, just because there's not much net income on your tax returns doesn't mean that you shouldn't be eligible for a loan. That's a great point. I I didn't even think about that, but but that is stressful. I mean, it's, you could say there's a certain amount of stress in getting a mortgage. Well, our job one of many things we try to do is to make it stress-free or certainly with a lot less stress and and tell people, okay, yeah, I can get this done for you and here's what we're going to do and here's how we're going to do it and then get it done. Get it done in a timely manner. Don't drag your feet. Don't tell somebody, yes, I can do it when you don't, you know that you can't or you don't think you can. Um, but there, there is a little bit of stress, especially with the self-employed people who probably been turned down before. You know, maybe their bank or their mortgage company said, no, sorry, I can't help you. You don't have enough income. Well, that's 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 the beauty of our bank statement program for self-employed people is that we are able to help so many people and people that may have been turned down before. And that's um, that's an embarrassing thing. And it's kind of it's frustrating thing, too. So. Um, over the seven years, Sandy, we've been so fortunate to help thousands and thousands of self-employed people. And every week I see these emails, I'm self-employed, I need some help, I'm self-employed, but I have a down payment, I want to buy a house. Well, you, you've come to the right place. We can, we can help you with that. 
Well, speaking of emails, you have a stack of them again this morning on this New Year's Day, and we'll get to those next. 303-790-2222 is the number for SCO Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Customer emails coming next on the SEL Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Time now for customer emails, and Larry has a stack of them here, but we also want to mention that on the first two days of 2022, these are working days for you. This morning and tomorrow morning (laughs) at 7.30, from 7.30 to 8, a 30-minute edition of the SEL Mortgage Show, again with Nate Jackson. That's right, And, and we actually have a guest uh, tomorrow with uh, with Nate, you happen to know the lady Carla Swanigan. Yeah, she's been on on with the two of us. Absolutely, she's a great great guest, and uh, also a co host of um, of the SEL Mortgage Show, a different show that we do. But um, yeah, it, it's okay. I don't mind getting up and and because <laughs> I'm having fun when I get here, so it's all good stuff. Well, Sandy, you got the emails. Yes, um, you know I I counted them during the break and and I grabbed ten of them when I left the office on Friday, and I noticed, I, I looked at them a little bit, and I noticed they all came in on the 27th and the 28th. So, and this is just a like a smidgen of them. I mean, I, I'm so thankful, so blessed we get so many so many inquiries, so many leads, people that want us to, uh, to give them a call. So this came from uh, Jonathan, who said, looking for information on rates and a cash-out refinance so we can put an addition on our home. Well, hey, Jonathan, you know what you're doing, what a lot of people are doing right now. You've got all this equity in your home. You love your home. You love your neighbors. You love the area, the schools, whatever the case. And and maybe you don't want to sell and then have to go buy and and get into that. So, yeah, let's uh, look at a cash-out refi. Interest rates are really good. You put the money back into your house, so that's uh, <clears throat> excuse me appreciates the value uh, even more, and um, you've got single digit interest rates which are deductible. So it's a win win situation for you, Jonathan. Thank you for the email. Um, okay, this it looks interesting. Robert said, um, "BK uh, Chapter Seven." Two years this June, curious about buying and first-time buyer assistance. So, you know what that tells me? Well, one, uh, we can help him in June because there will be two years history on that BK. Um, I would say to people, if you, you know, you had that life event and and things happen, bad things happen to good people on occasion, and the law is there. So we don't look down on you or you know, frown or any of that. I mean, it's, it happens. That's why the law is there. So you can take advantage of it. But I would say one thing you want to do is establish credit after that event. That's really important because underwriters want to see that you, okay, we understand the BK, but now go out and get a a credit card or maybe get two. And it's, it's super easy. I mean, it, even if it's a, a secured credit card, Sometimes you you give them seventy five bucks and you get a credit card for three hundred or five hundred or whatever, and that's okay. You don't have to have, <clears throat> excuse me, a credit card with a ten thousand dollar limit, whatever it is. So use it, pay it off, use it, pay it off. So that shows you have demonstrated that you can you can have credit and you can handle it well, and so that's uh, you know more arrows in your quiver, more ammunition, more reasons why we should approve your loan because you've now demonstrated that. So, um, and he's right. I, I have a feeling he's probably been told 
maybe not, but maybe been told by others, I can't help you because some people, some lenders require you to be three years after the BK. Some could even go to five years. So we can help you after two. So let's get started. Let's start planning. And then we can close the loan once it's been two years. So thank you, Robert. We appreciate the email. Um, Okay. Desmond emailed us and said, interested in refinancing with cash out. Right to the point. <laughs> Thank you, Desmond. Uh, I'm sure loan officers have uh, been in touch with you already. But, um, yeah, it's it's also kind of interesting, Sandy. Um, these come to us, and it shows that the, the customer went to uh, the loan program's website or he went to the self-employed page on the website. So they come from, from different places, but um, you, you're doing what a lot of people are doing, Desmond, refinancing with some cash out and get some of that really low interest rate money. Uh, okay, Alexis emailed and said, um, looking to purchase a home. We have no idea where to start. I don't know if we're qualified, so we really need your help. Well, Alexis, that's exactly why we're here, is to help you. Um, so you, you, it sounds like you're a first-time buyer, and so that's, that's a lot of fun for us because, well, one, you've picked a really good time with interest rates low. I, I would tell you that um, this is absolutely something you want to look at and, and do, but just know that you're going to have to be patient and you're in a very competitive marketplace right now. But that's okay. Let's get you, uh, let's get you pre-approved. Maybe we can give you some down payment assistance money to help you out. And let's make you a homeowner as opposed to a renter. Okay. Um, this came from Brad on our self-employed uh, webpage on our, um, on our site. Um, oh, he says, I have heard you and Sandy on your Saturday morning show a number of times and recently heard you on the Sunday show with Nate Jackson. So, Brad, thanks for being a, a loyal fan listener. We we certainly appreciate that. And he says he's interested in refinancing. So there's a lot of people out there, Sandy, that have not refinanced yet. I, I We see these every week, every week, every week. So, gosh, if you haven't, folks please give us a call and see if it makes sense for you. Because at some point in this quarter, Q1 2022, the Fed has said they are going to raise rates. Now, they may change their mind. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't raise them too much. But right now, it hasn't happened yet. So let's be proactive and and get this done. Uh, Okay, so Richard emailed us... um, Let's see. I am looking to get a home loan. I want to see what I qualify for. I have talked to another lender just to be um, just to be frank with you, but they didn't seem to understand my situation. And <clears throat> so that's why I'm calling you. Well, or emailing you rather. So, Richard, thank you for the email. And I can promise you that each and every one of our loan officers is going to understand your situation is going to explain this process to you so it's very, very clear, very transparent. And, and, and that's a fun thing for us because if we can help you out, we've done a good thing for you and your family and turned you into a customer. So thanks for the email, Richard. Okay, <clears throat> Sandy, this is from Dalton who said, My wife and I bought a house we were renting from my parents. The house and property is valued at, he tells us the value, and that was six months ago. So we owed this, 
He tells us the number. We want to build our forever home on the property and use this house as a rental. We have a growing family. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, that's absolutely something we can do. So we're probably talking about maybe there's a cash-out refinance here to get started on the construction of the new house. Um, <clears throat> it's a pretty cool thing. They're living on the on the property so they can watch this house being built. And my wife and I actually did that once years and years ago. But it's a, it's a cool experience. So we're going to be able to uh, find out everything you want to know. We have a lot of experience in construction loans building homes, and you've got the cash or the equity in this house to uh, to make that happen for you. See if we can get in one or two more. Okay. Um, this is from Victor, and Victor says, uh, I live in Aurora. My question is, how can my wife and I refinance and pull out some cash if our credit scores are not super good? Well, it may still be very possible, uh, Victor, because we are able to go down to a 580 FICO score. Uh, But I would say let's look at the credit, and maybe there's things we can do to improve that credit, get you the best rate possible, and um, you've come to the right place because we have a lot of experience in helping people that have had um, less than great credit scores. Um, Okay, so Craig said... I'm looking for down payment assistance, and I'm looking for options. So that tells me Craig maybe has has been listening for a while because he knows we can offer people options, and we do have a great down payment assistance program. So, Craig, thank you for the email, and uh, we look forward to helping you out. That's customer emails for this week, all emails received within the last seven days. And uh, we enjoy this segment on a weekly basis, and we will continue it. Um, on that front for uh, the balance of the year, this being our first program, and we'll come back in just a few moments, 303-790-2222 and myspecialmortgage.com with the latest on the aforementioned interest rates and uh, projections, predictions for the mortgage world in 2022. That's coming next on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, Larry, we're talking about 2022, your predictions on interest rates and the mortgage world for the new year. You already touched on interest rates. We are pretty certain that they're going up. Uh, What we are even more certain of is that they won't be going down. (laughs) (laughs) There's no more down left to go. There's, There's not much room in down, and there's a whole lot more room in up. So, I want to say something on that, Sandy, that uh, I think is important to our listeners. You know, we talk about, we we share our knowledge, our experience, our information with our listeners. So when I say that the Fed has said they are going to most likely raise interest rates in this quarter, 2022, and that's what I'm reading, that's what I'm hearing, that's what the industry experts are saying. So... But it's not SCL raising our interest rates. That's the industry. And SCL can't lower rates or raise rates. No lender can do that. Some lenders say, well, other people are talking about raising. We're lowering rates. Well, that, that's just there, – there's no rhyme or reason to that. So interest rates are, <clears throat> are changed either up or down basically by the Fed, by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA. They issue rates, and we get those rates. Now, some lenders may choose to uh, have their 
um, have their margins set higher or lower, I can tell you at SEL, our margins are very, very competitive, which is why we don't lose loans because somebody else is cheaper. Somebody else, and, and there's more to it than, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, more to it than just the interest rate. There's the cost of the loan. There's the term of the loan. There's a whole bunch of factors that come into play. So, yes, I, I would love to say that I predict interest rates are going to go down, but that's not the case. They're likely to go. I don't think a lot, Sandy, but anything up is more than what they are today. So why not get a hold of it, get it today, as opposed to you know next month or, or at the end of the quarter when they're likely to go up. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's still a great time, but let's get it done now. You know, I use our weekly uh, emailers as a uh, gauge by which to measure uh, the programs that are hot yep. right now. Yep. And uh, Jonathan, Robert, Desmond, Alexis, Brad, Richard, Dalton, Victor, and Craig today gave us a pretty good cross-section of uh, uh, possibilities. And I'll ask you, um, you chart these things, you keep track. What types of loans are we going to see the most of? In the new year, do you imagine purchases and refis? I assume that's always true, but maybe you could be a little more specific on that. Well, great question, Sandy. And so, yes, I think we're going to continue seeing a lot of purchase money loans because a lot of people are in the market to buy. A lot of people are in the move. We recently got approved to do business in Idaho, and holy smokes, I mean, Idaho is exploding all the people moving from Washington, Oregon, California to get out of the big city, out of the, you know, just the stuff that goes with a great big city. Um, So Idaho is just crazy, crazy busy with purchases. And Montana, surprisingly, is very similar to that. Now, I don't know if the people from Montana are all excited about that, but (laughs) but it it is what it is. So I think we're going to continue to see a lot of purchase money business especially with this down payment assistance program we have. It's really helpful to help people get into um, get into a house. I also think we're going to see cash-out refis. You know, there's, there's two types of refinances. There's a cash-out refi, and then there's what's called a rate and term, where people don't necessarily want a bunch of cash, but they want to shorten the term, or they want to lower the rate. I think we'll probably see fewer of those, because rates are going to go up a little bit. So if they already have a great rate, then there's no reason to refi to a higher rate unless you need the cash. So I think, yes, more purchase money loans and more cash-out refinances. That's what we're likely to see in 2022. you see any changes in underwriting guidelines? Oh, interesting that you would ask me that. You know, I've seen over the past now 34 years that Sometimes underwriting guidelines will become more lenient, uh, especially for people that have great credit and they have equity. Then pricing improves and underwriting guidelines, because everybody wants to do loans, right? Fannie Mae wants to buy them. We want to close them, and we want to, we want to help as many people as possible. So how do you do that? You, you make the pie a little bit bigger. Maybe you, you make the underwriting guidelines a little less stringent. You remember back in the day, what, 20, 2009 and 2010, mm-hmm. ooh, underwriting guidelines really tightened up because they were just way too loose prior to that. But So those things do happen depending on volume, depending on, 
on demand. So we, it's possible we could see some changes in, in underwriting guidelines, especially in our bank statement loan program. All right. Based on all that you have talked about over the last few minutes, we know you like to be nimble at SCL Mortgage. Yep. I think that's yep. the word you've used on many occasions in the past. Based on what you just said about rising rates, changes in the mortgage world, what is SCL doing to adjust to all of that in 2022? Well, I would say we are expanding our footprint. We will be licensed in 21, 22 states throughout 2022. We really hope to hire more good people like we have. I told you we have five new loan officers starting in January, and that will equate to helping more people, and that will equate to increasing the size of our operations department. And I, I, I really look forward to that because we've been so fortunate in all the people that we've hired. We just have really, really good quality folks. So if you can add to that, that's a good thing. And then we can help more people. So I think we've proven our model on how we do business, all the different loan programs we have, how we go into a new state. We have a, a methodology by which we enter a new state, the different forms of advertising and marketing and then if those prove, prove successful, which they have, and then we go there with our SCL Mortgage Show. So, um, so far it's been working really well, and that's what we're going to continue doing. You mentioned earlier that you don't do one-size-fits-all right. loans. And I assume as you go into new states, your formula is different Yeah, from one state to another. Well, it, it is, because... Each state is a little different, right? Um, Say Nebraska and Mississippi, for example. They respond very well to bank statement loan programs, down payment assistance programs, because they don't have access to them or have not had access to them. Some states respond really well to these kind of loan programs versus those kind. Some states, um, Nebraska, Mississippi, for example, the loan amounts are smaller. Right. But that's okay. Uh, I mean, of course, everybody wants to do a bunch of big loans, but it's okay. Um, A loan is a loan in my mind. And if we can help somebody with a $150,000 loan, I'm perfectly fine with that. And whatever, you know, Colorado is like $335,000. And I'm I'm guessing that Idaho might be a little bit less, but that's okay. If we're helping somebody, it's a good thing. All right. We're going to continue our tradition in 2022, (laughs) at least for a couple of weeks in uh, picking the Bronco game in Los Angeles at SoFi tomorrow against the Chargers? Uh, let me ask you before I answer that. <laughs> I thought you'd do does that. Any, does anybody have COVID uh, on the Chargers? <laughs> well, there's some uncertainty in that regard, and they were missing some key people last week. Um, somehow they still lost to the Houston Texans. I know. But uh, I'm of – a mind that regardless of what the COVID situation is, and it changes day to day, we may find out tomorrow morning more news on guys we hadn't heard about during the week. But uh, the team that needs the game more typically has the advantage, although the Broncos have done well in recent years against the Chargers. I think they're 6-3 and three in their last nine games. And we the won Chargers. the first one, right? Yes. Pretty, 
pretty handily, Correct. if I recall. This is going to be really tough for the Broncos. I, I Obviously, I want them to win, but it's going to be a tough game. So I, I, I guess I have to predict that the Chargers will win, and the Chargers are at home, and they're in a playoff contention where uh, we, yes. not so much. So they're going to well, be hungry. unless you like one and 1,000 bats. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. 0.3% chance. Well, you're saying there's a chance. There's well, a that, chance. That, that, that's, yeah, I think Jim Carrey said that yes, in a movie that's, once. That's so, exactly right. Well, we're um, in Jim Carrey land. Gosh, I, I, the score, I, I'm going to say 24-12. All right. Chargers. 24-12. Unfortunately, that would have a familiar ring to it. <laughs> lots of field goals. Not many touchdowns for the Broncos, yeah, but lots yeah. of field goals. Or maybe a touchdown, a field goal, and a safety. We'll be back next week, but uh, we want to encourage you to listen to Larry and Nate Jackson tomorrow morning at 7.30. Right back here with more on the SCL Mortgage Show. This is Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 